The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on You Need Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat, and I am the host here. If you're new and you're unsure of what Couch Talks is, it is the special bonus episode of You Need Therapy Podcast where I answer questions that you guys send to me that you can send to Catherine at You Need Therapy Podcast.com. Now, I like to remind everybody in the beginning of these episodes that although I'm a therapist and although on Couch Talks, I'm a therapist that's answering questions that you guys send to me, this podcast does not serve as a replacement or substitute for mental health services. However, it can benefit you in whatever way it needs to benefit you. So before we get started, before we get to the question... I have two little things I want to say. One, a little reminder that there is going to be a live show for the Four Things podcast, Four Things with Amy Brown, the podcast that I co-host on Tuesdays. There's a live event that Amy is putting on and I get to be a little part of that and it is happening on November 5th in Wichita, Kansas. So if you have ever wanted to visit that part of the country, or maybe you live in that part of the country, you can buy tickets to that show. They are online at selectaseat.com slash Amy. I'll put that in the show notes. Tickets are available online right now at selectaseat slash Amy, and I will put that in the show notes for you. So if you have been wanting to plan something fun for yourself or a group of people, go and get some tickets and meet us in Wichita. And then the second announcement is there is this magazine in Nashville, Nashville Fit Magazine, that does an award edition of their publication every year. Well, they didn't do it the past year or two, I think, because they had some transitions in their company, but they started the awards again. And Uni Therapy Podcast was nominated for Best Local Podcast. So if you would like to vote for that, You can do that as well. You just go to NashvilleFitMagazine.com and the link to the voting is on their homepage. I can put that in the show notes as well. Also, 
Three Quartz Therapy, my therapy practice has three clinicians, me, Stacy Buford, and Janie Story, and we were all nominated for Best Mental Health Professional. So if you want to vote for that, you have to vote for that as well because you have to vote in all the categories. Um, you can give us a little shout out as well. And, you know, I don't put a lot of stake in these kinds of awards because they are subjective and they can be skewed and all that. And it is fun to be recognized. And it was really cool to get on there and see that we were nominated and I didn't even really know much about what was going on and they were doing it again. So that was cool. If you want to vote for us, we would love that. Don't feel pressured to. If you don't want to support us, then don't. (laughs) And that's all for the announcement. So let's get into the question. So if you're new, we do one question every single week and I read the question, we keep it anonymous and then we talk about it and um, we kind of get to somewhat of an answer slash I give you some things to think about. So I'm going to read the question and then we'll get into my thoughts. Hey Kat, I'm writing to ask you a question for Couch Talks and I know you usually don't give specific advice, but I'm hoping you might break a rule for me. I really enjoyed the episode you did on friendship and I've been struggling with my own friendships very recently. Actually, I think I've been struggling with them for a while, but now I'm aware that there may be something I can do about it. So I have this friend, let's call her Jamie. Jamie and I have been friends from high school and I'm now in my early 30s. I've always been more of a passive person. And so throughout our friendship, Jamie has done and said some things that have hurt me here and there, but I've never confronted her about them because I told myself they weren't that big of a deal or just ignored them altogether. We actually joke about how we've never been in a fight before. Well, thanks in part to this podcast, I've been working on allowing myself to care about things more, including how I'm treated. And because of this, I'm becoming more and more aware when I'm actually treated poorly or unkindly. However, sometimes I still get tripped up and wonder if I'm being dramatic or if I have the right to be offended by certain things. And this is where my question comes in. Jamie and I have been friends for a long time. During this time, I have only really dated like one guy seriously, and it ended about three years ago. Jamie, on the other hand, has had four longer-term relationships, one in which has led to her getting engaged. We're basically best friends, so of course we've talked about what we imagined for our wedding day, and well, much to my surprise, Jamie's dream wedding has changed to my dream wedding. I won't get into the details, but the venue, the colors, the time of year are just a few of the major details that have already been confirmed by her that match what my original dream wedding was. I don't know if I'm being dramatic because after all, I'm not even dating someone. But what feels weird to me is that she hasn't even acknowledged what she's doing and it feels like she's playing dumb. I don't want to bring any negativity to her day and I want her to have the wedding of her dreams, but I can't help feeling like I'm being taken advantage of. Do I have the right to be upset by this? And if I do, should I address it? And if I should address it, what do I even say? I don't even know what I would want to get out of doing so. It's not like she's going to unplan her wedding. To be honest, I feel kind of dumb writing this email right now, but I just keep feeling this bubbling resentment every time her wedding gets brought up. Help me, please. Okay, so number one, straight out the bat, good for you for working on yourself. That's a big deal and it's hard. And this is a really good example of how I talk about the growing slash therapy process and things tend to get a little bit more difficult before they get better. You're noticing more people treating you poorly now that you're learning about your worth and possible people-pleasing behavior, and that kind of sucks in one aspect. It sucks to feel taken advantage of, and then it sucks to have to confront those experiences in order to propel the work that you're doing on yourself. Now, in the long run, you're going to be thanking yourself, but in the beginning and in the middle of this, it's not so fun. So you want to know if you have the right to be upset with your friend, 
if you should say something to her and what you should say. Well, I know you asked for specific advice, but there's going to be no surprise here. A lot of this is going to come down to it depends. You can't help your feelings. This is one thing that I actually can't answer straight up. You, you can't help your feelings. They are what they are. And rationalizing feelings is more of a defense mechanism. Every single feeling is valid. Not all feelings are justified, but every feeling is valid, which I'll explain. So let's say you hate chocolate cake and your friend decides to have chocolate cake at her wedding and you're mad about that. Okay. Well, it's valid that you're mad because you're mad and you can't help your feelings and it is real, but it's not really justified as your friend is picking out the wedding cake she wants at her wedding for her, not so much for you, right? It's a silly example, but you get the point, I hope. Now, from a therapist's perspective, I would have a lot of questions for you to help kind of identify if you should say something or not. Um, I can't just answer that because there's so many details that I am unsure of. And I would want to know more about the feelings that you feel. And I would want to know more about the stories that you're writing in your head. And I don't have the ability to do that. So I'm going to try to fill in some of the blanks here. And we're going to do the best we can in a way that might help guide you to get where you need to go. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. 
In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. So people place value on things very differently. I, I personally am not the kind of person who has ever really put a lot of thought into my wedding day. Of course, sometimes I'll be like, oh, that would be so cool. or I really like that. But I've never really planned details of it down to like what kind of dress I would wear or, or what the colors would be or what time of year. Like, yeah, like I w- it'd be cool to have a fall or winter wedding. And like, I don't know if that's what I'm going to have because I don't know what the circumstances of me getting married are going to be. Now, like I said, people place value on different things differently. That's not been something that I really like think about a lot, although there are things that I think about a lot that other people might not think about. What it sounds like to me is that you do put a lot of emphasis on this. And this has been something that's been really important to you throughout your life. Some people plan their wedding in detail in their head before they even meet the person that they want to get married to. And, and that's totally fine. That's not the issue here. What's important to note here is this is important to you. And so that matters. It doesn't mean it needs to be important to every everybody. And I think sometimes when we ask that question, should I be mad about this? We're seeing if that other person would be mad about it. And like, yeah, that it can be good to get a different perspective, but it comes with the caveat of I might not be mad about that because I can't imagine myself ever planning that before I'm dating or before I'm engaged, but it matters to you. And that's important. So You've dreamt about this day and you've talked about it with your friend in confidence. And then all of a sudden, there's this thing that feels like betrayal right in front of you. And to me, it feels like there's two major stories here. One is the story that she stole your idea and is playing dumb because she knows that you won't say anything or care, or she just is kind of like taking advantage of that part of you that doesn't really say anything, even if you do care. And then two, if she does this for her wedding, then you probably can't do it for your wedding. So the first story I'm unsure of the truth of because there's a lot in that. But the second story, you get to decide if that's true or not. It's more of an opinion. I don't think there's any rules out there that say that you can't do something that somebody else has already done at their wedding. And I feel like there will be a lot of different people at both of your weddings. So I find it unnecessary to rob you and your guests of the experience that you want for yourself and your guests. And this whole idea kind of makes me think about this talk that I listened to one time and I don't remember the speaker's name. I really wish I I did because I would love to give him credit for this. And it kind of goes in line with what I'm about to say. But the speaker basically went through this timeline and, and talked about how all these different artists were kind of copying other artists' work and how it helped the collective art grow and become better. And he shared a quote from Picasso that was, good artists borrow and great artists steal. And then later, I know he said this because I wrote notes in my phone about his talk. This was four years ago, yet I did not write the speaker's name and I'm upset about that. But anyway, so later he wrote and I wrote this down. I want to give you full permission to not be original. You don't have to be original because there are a lot of roadmaps out there already. It's okay to get inspiration from others. And I run into this, actually, this fear myself a lot. I want to be original. I want to have original thoughts, opinions, content. But the thing is, we all get what we produce and think from somewhere. Sometimes we credit those people and sometimes we don't. And sometimes that's because we don't even recognize where it's coming from. So there's nobody to credit. Regardless, what I want you to know is that just because someone does something, it doesn't mean that you can't do it too. 
and you can do it in a way that you like better and it can still be yours. Somebody can use your idea, somebody can steal your idea, but they can't tell you that you can't use your idea. Now, I know that wasn't the more important part that you wrote in the email. I think the more important part was where you were saying, is it okay for me to feel these things? One, yes, it's okay for you to feel whatever. It's something that's a hill I will die on. But the other part is, should I say something? Then what should I say? Well, this question to me lies more in line with the first story. And I'm going to repeat that. The story that she stole your idea and is plain dumb and she knows that you won't say anything because you either don't care or you're too non-confrontational to say that you care. And what I want you to know is that if this matters to you, again, if this matters to you, it matters. You can keep this story in your head, right? That we're unsure of the validity of. And you can use some old mechanisms to shove down those feelings and to tell yourself it's not that big of a deal and to tell yourself that you shouldn't care and to tell yourself that whatever you want to tell yourself that allows you to shove your authentic feelings down. Or you can talk to a friend about something that matters to you. There are going to be benefits and there are going to be consequences of both and you have to decide what benefits are more important to you, right? Some people really value the benefit that being non-confrontational gives them in the sense of I don't have to have anxiety about having those conversations. I don't have to feel uncomfortable in those conversations. I don't have to have outer conflict in my life, although there's a lot of inner conflict going on. And who am I to say that that's not the right choice for you? I can't make that decision, even as a therapist. And we can choose the say something, not say something differently in different circumstances, right? So you can say, hey, I'm actually not going to say something here, but there are things that I I would definitely say something about. But then you might look at the consequences and benefits of saying something and not saying something. You might say, hey, actually, there are some consequences here. There's some some discomfort and, and there's some messiness here and there's some risk involved with how this conversation is going to go. And the benefit is I get to actually speak my truth and I don't usually do that. The benefit is I get to honor myself and I get to honor this part of me that I've shoved down for a really long time. The benefit is I get to show myself that I'm worthy of speaking up for myself. I get to show myself that I matter. I get to actually see if this story is true. And it might be beneficial to me to know that. Um, If it's something I made up in my head or if there is truth to it. And I get to make a decision about the kinds of things I tell my friends based on that or this specific friend. So I think what might help is you write down like what's the benefit of having this conversation, right? And, And what might that cost me? And on the other side, what's the benefit of not having this conversation and, and what might that cost me? And that might lead you to where you want to go. And I will also add that I don't think you're going to find a space where you're like all signs point here, right? Because there's going to be benefits to both. And I think a lot of times that's what we want. We think that to make the right decision for us, it's going to be a 100% like no way that this can go wrong answer. Like you're going to have like shining bright red glow in the dark arrows that are pointing to do this thing. And a lot of times that's not how it is. You can make both decisions and I don't think this is going to make or break your life but it might benefit your life in a certain way based on what you decide and it might impact your life in a certain way and your friendship in a certain way based on what you decide. But you get to be the decider of that. And I think that's going to be in line with, it sounds like the work that you're doing, right? I'm, I'm learning to listen to myself. I'm learning to not shut things down and 
I want you to take the time to really listen to yourself and have this conversation that it sounds like you're having in your head, maybe out loud on some paper with yourself and see where that takes you. But regardless of all of this, I want you to know and I want anybody who's listening to know that just because somebody does something, it does not mean that you can't also do it. That is something that so many people get paralyzed in and I just think it's silly. Like it's not, it's not fair for there to be one person that can do each thing in the world that doesn't actually make any sense. So if you want to have this wedding and she's having that wedding and in, let's say a year or two or 10 years, you get engaged and you're like, that's still my dream wedding. You get to still do that. I support it. All right. That is going to do it for me today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and remember you can get tickets to that show, select a seat.com slash Amy, and you can vote for uni therapy podcast and me or some of my clinicians at naturalfitmagazine.com. If you would like to follow me or the podcast, you can do that on Instagram at uni therapy podcast and at cat.defada and I hope you guys have the day that you need to have, the week that you need to have, the moment that you need to have, maybe the conversation that you need to have. And I will be back with you guys on Monday. Bye. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.